It's a romantic full moon when Pedro said, Hey, mamacita, let's do it with you. Oh, no, not now. Let's look at the moon, said Rosita. Oh, come on, baby. Let's you and I do it with you. I love you and it's the perfect time, Pedro begged. But I want to just hold your hand and watch the moon, replied Rosita. Please, corazoncito, just once do it with you with me. Rosita looked at Pedro and said, Okay, one time we'll do it with you. Pedro grabbed his guitar and they both sang, We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Mexicans. was a Merry Mexican. We wish you. I tried to make the Mexican accent. It was a bit difficult. Welcome to the Greek Wave with Sergio Calvo. Okay, so we are back at the we are back at the Greek Wave. This is episode number two, and uh, let's start by introducing our two guests, two special Christmas guests. I have uh, on my left, Betty. Welcome to the Greek Wave. You, you are a doctor in experimental psychology. Exactly. Hello. Merry Christmas. Welcome. Glad, ho, ho, ho. glad to have a doctor here in the, in the show. <laughs> and on my right, I have Meropi. Welcome to the Greek Wave. Hello. Hey. Meropi is a doctor in biomedical engineering. That's me. So we're going to talk about Christmas and what better than two researchers, two scientists to analyze a religious celebration. Although, <laughs> although Christmas isn't so much about religion anymore, is it? I think it has become a commercial celebration, in my opinion. Greek Christmas is related to religion, uh, but I think uh, most of the people uh, maybe have missed They don't know where it started from, or they, they don't go to church, or I don't know. It's connected to commercialization and products, gifts, presents. Yeah, I think I, I would, uh, following um, Meropi's opinion, I think it's the same idea. Uh, people now in Christmas, they don't visit church, they don't go to ceremonies or uh, stuff, they don't... Neither do we. Neither do we, yeah. <laughs> It's a, people don't go in the church if you compare it to, to Easter. I think in Greece, in, in the Orthodox, Greek Orthodox Church, the most important um, feast or uh, it's, it's Easter, it's not Christmas. If you compare it to other religions like the Protestants, not the Protestants, or the Catholics, which Christmas is the most important uh, um, yeah, for celebration. For the Protestants, too, also. Protestants, yes. yes. Not a big thing. People yeah. will think we are very religious, right? Why? <laughs> Because we talk about church all the time. <laughs> yeah, but this is you know, if it's not if it's religious and you don't go to church, then uh, what is it? Well, many people go to the church only because of the tradition, even though they, are, they may not be too religious, but they, they like going to church because it's a tradition on these days. It's a social, uh, it's like, uh, social like a custom, event. like they are custom there because they are used to. Because maybe if you're in a small village in uh, Crete. Maybe you are used to go there just because... Uh, yes, it's like because everyone goes. Yeah, because it's a village, so you know, it's that, there's nothing else to do, yes. <laughs> well, so Instead of watching television, you just go to the church in these days. We are now like six days away from Christmas. And uh, I feel like Christmas has already happened. Christmas starts really early because we have the shops full of Christmas products. The radio is playing Christmas music. And it has been going on since maybe November or September. 
maybe in September there were some stores that they already had mm. the, the Christmas products, like the famous Greek store, Jumbo. Yeah. And they start after the, after the summer. Yes, it's, uh, they try to urge people to buy, to buy more and more gifts, yes. For merchants, it's, it's the highest, it's, I think it's the highest peak. If you're a merchant and you want to sell your stuff, it's Christmas time. It's the best time of the year to sell your, your merchandise. So they start from September or October or very early. Now, Christmas is celebrated in many countries around the world. Even the non-Christian countries celebrate it. But uh, what, what is it that makes the Greek Christmas special? What, what differences does it have from other Christmases? Okay, Greek Christmas are 12 days. It's Christmas Day, it's New Year's Eve and the lights. So we have these three symbolic days that are connected to uh, religion and they are days off for people who work. So traditions in every Greek region tend to prepare people for springtime actually. That's why you can see the decoration with uh, mirtia, branches or baileys, olive trees. These are a sign that nature uh, continues from darkness of the winter to springtime. So this is one thing that Christmas means, maybe for other uh, regions too. One thing that is particularly different in, in Greek Christmas, it's, it's an Orthodox religion that we have here. So what part does the Orthodox uh, religion or the Orthodox Church play Uh, in the Christmas celebration in Greece? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> From your experience. Don't it too orthodox. I don't, I don't know, know, really, in, uh, in religious stuff, what's the difference between uh, the Greek and the, the Orthodox and the Catholics, let's say, the, in Christmas time? I really don't know, you know if, there is, if there is a difference in time, for example, if they think that, I don't know, Christ was Christ was born and uh, I don't know in the night or in the in the morning I don't know what's the difference the mm-hmm. religious stuff I don't know We do have the birth of Jesus on the 25th Of course yes everybody <laughs> yes. does that, yeah, but that, I don't know what time not... I don't know what time <laughs> the two uh, I don't know what time religions. it was uh, was his birth what time uh, he gave labor I don't know what, what I think he also celebrate the epiphany which is that's, that happens after uh, the lights the lights yeah yes. the photo That's on the is that on the fifth of sixth sixth of January. Yes, but but sixth of January was the baptism of Christ. It was the baptism so of Christ. So this is or where John, John the Baptist. Ah, uh, John the Baptist baptized baptized Christ. Christ. The baptism of Jesus in Jordan River. Okay, so this is actually the, that day. We do know that there is an Orthodox priest that throws a cross into the water. And people jump in the water and yeah, compete okay. to get this mm-hmm. yes. this cross. Okay. So this is so something that that's, that's something that happens here. It happens yes. here. And I don't know. I don't think it happens anywhere else. I haven't. So I haven't this drop of cross ever. in the water is the purification of the water. They try to purify waters, mm-hmm. and also at the same time, I think they leave a pigeon to fly in the air. Ah yes, I've ah. seen that. Yes. Okay. And they also they, they throw this uh, cross, this wooden or sometimes no, no wooden. Excuse me, it's golden, a golden cross on the water. And then the young men, mostly men. I don't know if women are allowed to jump and grab. Are they allowed to, uh, to yes. jump and grab it? Mm-hmm. And the one that grabs the cross, he's like the um, I don't know the, the the VIP of the year. 
he yes. gets he gets so uh, this this uh, um, this uh, pinjon symbolizes the the santa spirit mm-hmm. okay from agia uh, triada you are listening to the greek wave what are the kalikanchari kalikanchari <laughs> what are they okay according to the urban legend they are weird exotic creatures that uh, they are supposed to come through your chimney that's why people mm-hmm. keep a fire on the whole uh, 12 days they, every day they keep a fire on the fireplace so the kalikanchari they don't enter in the house and then they make a mess in the house So this is a people and they make also a mess in the house. The fire is a way to of uh, a way of keeping the bad spirits away. Away yeah. exactly. Yeah. And also this happens before the 6th of January. Mm-hmm. Before they say that okay, so this is a connection to the uh, Greek religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, as soon as uh, Christ was not baptized yet, so before 6th of January, Kalikazari uh, could do evil to people. So they could mope with people. And mess, mess up with their lives. Okay? But this stops after 6th of January. That's why... The danger, the risk is, that's is, why the, is the, gone the fire, after the 6th. Yes, you can light off your uh, fireplace. You just dive in the water, <laughs> <laughs> you get the crows, and you're free. And you're free, yeah. You're free. But they use basil. I heard they use basil to keep also the, the bad spirits away. I think so, basil too, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, another thing that makes difference is the pig. The pig ceremony, so to speak. I don't know how you... In the north... Gurunohara. Uh, no the Gurunohara. The happiness of the pig. Pork, pork happiness, maybe. Or, <laughs> well, it's not exactly happiness. It's happiness because the pig is being slaughtered. <laughs> it's pig happiness, I understand. Pork happiness... Or it's joy coming from pig slaughtering, maybe. <laughs> so, yes, the idea is that, uh, you know, in the springtime, uh, the family the family gets a, por- uh, gets a pig... And they feed it, and in, during Christmas time, uh, what happens? Uh, they, they slaughter it, they kill it, and then they make sausages. They put uh, in uh, in fat. Uh, they keep some pieces of uh, of the of the cigarida. meat. Cigarida, it's, it's called in Crete. Cigarida, a pasto, it's called in Peloponnesos. Make mm-hmm. prososelino. They, they make a lot of stuff because you know during the time they didn't have a, a fridge to preserve the pork, so they have to put it in sausages, make sausages, or put it in the fat, or put it in olive oil, smoked meat, smoked meat, smoked a lot. So, so a, to, a lot, so to keep, a lot to keep of it, meaty stuff. Yes, a lot of meaty stuff, from but pork. preserved also a lot for mm-hmm. uh, for the next months to come. So they were not eating it like in this for 12 days. Mm-hmm. They were just uh, preserving it and also, uh, yeah, it was also eating. Also in Christmas, uh, what we do, what my family does in Athens, uh, we usually eat pork. We don't eat uh, turkey, what, what's usually the case. The stuffed turkey. The stuffed turkey, mm-hmm. what's usually the case for, uh, for, I think it's for Europe, for uh, for North Europe, it's the turkey. Yeah, turkey t- or a roast or something. But the lamb is very specific of Greece. We, uh, we, uh, my family, Crete, we, we, we mainly Crete, we eat pork. In, yes, uh, Crete has the... In the islands, in the pork islands we have pork. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, Cretan tradition has uh, pork with lemon leaves. Gurunopulo me lemonophila. Roast pork with lemon leaves. And of course the lamb, because the lamb for the Greeks is like, well, at least for the Cretans, is like bread. Yeah, yeah. You have, you have lamb all year long. Whenever there is a big event, bread, they say. Yeah. <laughs> whenever there's something important going on, I don't know, I don't you have know, lamb. Yeah, but I don't know. I think in the winter time, usually 
they don't kill lambs or goats because now they have small kids. That's the time that. That's why I think now they kill the pigs. Yes, that's true. They kill the kill the pigs. That's the time to kill the pigs. It's not properly. You have also a lot of sweets. One that I I hear of is I don't I'm not sure if I have tried this. It's called Christopsomo. Christopsomo is a traditional bread for Crete. And usually they make uh, a cross on top of it mm-hmm. with extra dough. Mm-hmm. They put in the middle whole walnut or a whole egg, which symbolizes ah, fertility. I don't remember which one it is. Mm. And yeah. some, some people, what they do, they add up leaves, birds, um, flowers, which is the nature actually. Yeah, all these flowers, they're made out of dough. Like the weddings, kuluri. Ah, so it's not the same one as the, the kuluri you have in the, the same, weddings. It's the same taste, actually. It's similar. It's yeah, similar. it's the same taste. I understand that uh, Christopsomo means the bread of Christ. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly the mm. bread of Christ. Yeah. So what, what other sweets do you have in Christmas season here? The other one is uh, kurabiedes. They are like cookies, small mm-hmm. cookies, which have a lot of butter, usually from, uh, from sheep. And mm-hmm. they have um, a iced, iced sugar. Pablo Escobar's favorite cookies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Pablo Escobar, really. They are ideal for a white Christmas. <laughs> they have a lot of snow. <laughs> and also we have melomacarona that are my favorites. Biscuits dipped into honey syrup with walnuts and sesame. And sesame in, in Cretan, we put, they put sesame. In the northern Greece, we put walnuts. <laughs> you, you use we olive put oil. everything. We have walnuts too. Olive oil is important also. Yes, Greece, of course, use yes. it for many things, yeah, even for, for the bat- sweets. Yeah, but for kurabiedes it's a butter. Butter-based. They biscuits. are butter. They have to add a lot of butter. And what's also important, it's in the New Year's Eve, with the vasilopitas, since we're talking about sweets. Oh. Vasilopitas. Oh. Vasilopita. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cake, not something special, a, spe- a cake. But what's special about it is that you put a coin inside. So and then you cut it into pieces, and the ca- lucky one, and the lucky one gets, uh, and who is the lucky? Who, whoever gets the piece with the coin is the lucky one. It's like his lucky year, so to speak. Or he gets a gift. This is I heard this idea started by the dentists, because every year they get they get extra patients. Yeah, with so. the vasilopitas. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we have the curaviedes, uh, which is Pablo Escobar's favorite uh, cookie. We have uh, Cristopsomo. I heard also baklava. Uh, yes, you we have, have some uh, diples. Ah, diples. diples. Nice. Yes, it's like it a fried dough mm-hmm. with a lot of honey, eggs, with a lot of eggs, and yes. uh, and syrup, and honey. syrup with honey. Kadaifi. That's also. I don't know if no? it's kadaifi. Not so common it's not, here. It's not common for not so common? Christmas. Okay. Generally speaking, this kind of sweets um, are 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 like sweets for Christmas, but. They're not so... We eat them all the year. It's not something special for Christmas. Kalitsunia yeah. Ka- is not specific for Christmas? For Easter time. No, it's for Easter, Easter time, Easter, yes. but people eat it at, during Christmas no, also, no? No, 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 no. Because it, it, they make it only in Easter time because it's the time that uh, the ships produce this kind, this special kind of... Really? Yeah, seriously. They, they produce this, this special cheese, Vrasti. They call it Mizitra Vrasti. They, they make it only at this time. Okay, mm. at the bakery shop you can always find. You can always find, some, yes, of course, but not for but fresh. But it's not so common uh, mm. for the houses. And the melomacarona, which we mentioned already. Eh? Yeah, yeah we, we, we have, we have mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yes, I, uh, I have this story when um, my mother-in-law uh, brought me once, I can't remember if it was Calitunia or Melombacarona. And when I see the tray full of sweets, I said, wow, Melitunia. So basically, <laughs> I created a new Christmas uh, sweet. Which, which is, I will make. <laughs> I hi- it's a hybrid of Melombacarona and Calitunia. Yeah. I think we should register the patent, some business potential here. Mm. Actually, for Melitunia, you know, in the islands, in Kiklades Islands, in Calchunia, they put, instead of sugar, we put honey inside. So it's, ah. it's a different, it's kind of a different, so that should an be, alternative. Uh, that should be the Melitunia. Then. Yeah, that's the Melitunia. Mm-hmm. What we didn't uh, mention that is very important and has, it's a big difference from international Christmas, is that Greek Christmas... Uh, usually they decorate a boat, mm. a boat that symbolizes the occupation of Greeks who used to work with the sea, who used to be mm-hmm. captains. Or it is all over Greece or only in It's Crete? all over Greece. Over Greece. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, according to history, the first Christmas tree was decorated by the, f- the first uh, king, Othonas, in the mm. royal palace. So he's the one who brought the custom here. And then I guess gradually people start uh, uh, decorating trees. But you see, you also have the Christmas tree. The, you, you have them both at once. You yes, combine have, them. Yeah, mm. people follow the fashion, the trend, I would say. Of course. <laughs> now, uh, let's speak a little bit about the Greek Christmas carols, uh, what's called, you call it Kalanda. There's one Christmas carol called Kalin Espera Narjontes, that I hear every, everywhere during Christmas period, on the radio, on TV, at the supermarket, on the TV commercials. This is also a song that the kids sing at every door on the day before Christmas, asking for money or sweets, something like a trick or treat, no? Yes, uh, Halloween. <laughs> no, this is, this is fine. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that the song itself feels like an unfinished song, uh, going on a loop. No, come on. The first, the first time I heard the song, it was uh, sleeping. And I heard the song while I was asleep and some kids in the street were singing it. And I thought it was one of these songs that you hear when you have a dream and it repeats uh, over and over. You have to listen to the Cretan version. It never plays the whole, the whole song. <laughs> so this, this specific song, uh, which I want you to, to listen to it, it is, uh, it is called Calin Esperan Arjontes. Here we go. You know this one, huh? Of course. Of course, everyone knows. We have sung many times. I've made money out of them. Yeah, you know, it's it's not like um, it's not like the treat or treat anymore. It's only money. You know, if you go. Well, li- li- okay. Let's okay. listen to. It goes on. Basically, it goes on and on. And on. Um, <laughs> no, that's all. It's, it's slightly. Re- let's say that it's like a slightly it repetitive. It feels like continuing. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. it feels like it should continue the music, but 
they cut it and they go back again. The people keep on singing all these songs. So I don't know, it, it sounds that there is no chorus, that there is no, you know, that something that repeats or something, but it's, it's but one what, way. What happened to the writer? He never actually finished the... No, he finished, he finished. They don't really care so much about the music. They care more about the lyrics. <laughs> Well, so it's, uh, this is a song that is slightly repetitive. It goes, seems to go on a, <laughs> on a loop. Let's take, for example, an English uh, Christmas carol. Let's say Carols of the Bells. Uh, I love this one because it's the one that plays in Home Alone, which is a very Christmassy song. And let's imagine that it follows the same structure of unfinished song going on a loop. And this is how it would sound like. Okay, he has a conclusion. <laughs> ah, that's why you mean because it, it it ramps up and then it slows down. That's why you if you this, if we apply you, if it's, if it's we apply the Kalin Espera Narjontes formula, this is the way Carols of the Bells would sound like. Uh, now let's take a Christmas song in Spanish and apply the Greek formula, but this time we're uh, pushing it a bit farther. Yes, but this this is not so successful. It's not as good as the original one. The lyrics one. are repetitive, all the same. It doesn't mm. continue. Now, what, what if we take this Greek formula to the extreme? And um, let's take a song from a Cypriot singer, from uh, Georgios Kyriakos Panayotou, and see how it would sound like. Okay, so we need to be fair. Not, not all the Greek Christmas songs are so okay, repetitive. Okay, so play <laughs> New Year's Eve carol then. Yeah. For example, we have Archimenia ki Archichronia, which is a song that the children sing before the New Year. Is it, is it before the New Year? Yes, before. Yes, just be, the day before. And they go and they play with a triangle. So the, yeah, all, all of them. All, all of them, you have a triangle. But it's very easy. It's very they, easy they to, ask, keep it, to keep the rhythm also. They ask for money as well, no? Yes, yeah. they always ask for money. And they, they are supposed to rehearse it the days before and be prepared in order to take the streets. And, no, uh, one, no one rehearses <laughs> that song if you're a kid. This is, this is the problem. They don't, many of them, they don't, I would say, I would say that, 
not everyone, but many of them they don't rehearse it, and they, we have many kids yes, that they so go. He's expecting the chorus of the <laughs> to come to his <laughs> tell the carols. They're asking, they, they asking for sweets or for money anyway. Uh, the, don't give they, them. The, the, the problem is that many of them they, they're not prepared at all, and you can see a few children also they don't even try; they just want the money. Sergio gives them a mark. You have yeah. three. <laughs> Ten points or eight Yes, but you. it depends. It depends. You know, there are some kids, they come yes, with just, just a triangle, but there are other kids that come with a guitar or with, they come with a lira, they come with some... Those, with those are the, the prepared ones. The prepared ones. The ones in the one percent. There's everything, you know, you can see everything. Yes. But it's nice that, you know, it's, it's before Christmas, all the kids, they are in the streets, And they are knocking the doors, you know, they see people, so the neighborhood gets gets connected somehow, you you get to know your neighbors, so it's like, it's, it's a small, like a you small street festival. Yes, in a big city, like a mi- yeah. big music uh, Christmas festival. Yeah, it's like that. So now we have here uh, a few sweets. We have. Uh, I don't mel- think they will exist until uh, <laughs> mel- Sunday. I don't think. I think they will be over by the by the end of the show. We have the Melo, melo Macaruna and the Palos Cobars ones also <laughs> <laughs> that you can enjoy and snort, but uh, in order to earn these sweets. Uh, You're going to have to sing Archimenea. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, where's gonna, the, where's the tar- the if you want to earn the sweets, uh, you, you're going to have to try a bit harder than the kids. So, not sure if you have actually <laughs> rehearsed this one, but let's see. Archimenea. Let's see how prepared But you are. It's very harsh. But I know the. There is a problem. We are out of tune completely. Like. <laughs> Okay, ridiculously. I hope this doesn't go online. No, I thought that it was very good. I think that uh, comparing to some of the kids that you see in the, <laughs> no, in the really street, no. you have earned... If I had my guitar, I would play on my tune, okay? I would say... You have earned the sweets, I think. No money, only sweets. We don't have the the budget. money, money. Okay, I want a big chocolate cake. We barely have we barely have for the podcast, so... Now let, let's analyze the song and let's see what it is about. The name, the name of the song in, in Greek is Archimenea ke Archikronia, which is beginning of the month and beginning of the year. So uh, the song says, it's the beginning of a month and a year, told Rosemary, and the beginning of a good year, church with the holy throne. It's the beginning of Jesus Christ coming out, holy and spiritual, to this earth for walking and to make us happy. Santa Claus is coming. And he does not accept us from Caesarea, my lady. And a new year counts 
Christ's circumcision and the memory, the memory of the saint Hierarch Basileu. Okay, so this is a children's song that sings about the Caesarea and the circumcision. But it is still an improvement from the previous unfinished loopy, and loopy thing. Never-ending, <laughs> never-ending song. Okay, so now we, we have already tested your uh, singing skills. Let's now test your knowledge about Christmas, not just in Greece, but Christmas in general. Here it is the 10 question Christmas quiz. It is 10 questions. Beep! And you can pick up from three different answers. You have a maximum of five seconds to answer each question. So you have to answer very fast. You get 10 points for each correct answer. No sweets, no money, just points. Okay, number one. What does Santa ride on in Finland? A. A goat. B. A donkey. C. A reindeer. Reindeer! Reindeer! <laughs> and the answer is a goat. Number two. Where do Christmas trees come from originally? A. UK. B. USA. C. Germany. It's all wrong, you know. I think they B, come from Latvia. USA. They come from Latvia. B. USA. Okay, or Germany, I think. And the answer is C. Germany. Yeah! Germany. No. No. <laughs> Number three. What's the most famous Christmas song of all time? A. Jingle bells. B. White Christmas. C. The Christmas song. Jingle bells. White Christmas. And the answer is B, White Christmas. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> Number four. Where are the Christmas presents brought by a witch? A, Italy. B, Spain. C, Portugal. Spain. Portugal. And the answer is... Shit. A, Italy. Number five. Where do people think that you can see your future on Christmas Eve? A, France. B, Norway. C, Czech Republic. Norway. A, France. The answer is... C. Czech Republic. What is this? No Number way. six. Where does a snowflake girl help to deliver presents? A. Scotland and Wales. B. Russia and Ukraine. C. Sweden and Finland. Sweden and Finland. Russia and Ukraine. Is and the answer is... B, Russia and Ukraine. She's a communist. communist. No, snowflake. Number seven. Where do children decorate Christmas trees with paper decorations? A, China. B, Japan. C, Malaysia. China. Malaysia. How do you know this? And the answer is... A, China. Number eight. Which country has a version of Santa called Tomte? that the children see as the scary gnome? A. Switzerland <laughs> B. Sweden C. South Africa Sweden South Africa unga, unga, unga. And the okay. answer is B. Sweden okay. Number 9 In the Philippines, people decorate their homes with parrots. What are they? A. Lanterns B. Special plants C. Boxes of sweets Boxes L- of lanterns. Sweets. And the answer is A. Lanterns. Yeah. Oh, what a lucky one! 
Number 10. Why does Santa wear a red hat and a coat? A. Because he drinks Coke. B. It's his favorite color. And C. There is no explanation why. There is no explanation uh, because why. Because he drinks Coke. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a Coca-Cola. And the answer is A. Because yeah. he drinks Coca-Cola. No! Yeah. We don't do advertisement here. <laughs> so now, let's see how many points you have, uh, Meropi. 20. That means that you're going to make Santa sleep. What? Betty, how many points do you have? Then I get 50. What, 50? 50? Oh, with 50 yeah, points, wait. you make Santa smile. I want my free Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my Macarona. I want Coca-Cola. Can I, I, think can Betty, I, get, can I get six pack? A six pack of Coca-Cola? <laughs> you get, zero, zero, zero. You get a six pack of Melitonia. <laughs> oh my God. We move on to the Greek word of the day. Greek word of the day. Which is? So the, the word of the day is? Kurapiedes. Kurapiedes. Which is Pablo Escobar's favorite uh, No! <laughs> Leave him where he is. Is he alive? No. Ah. Dear, he's dead. <laughs> they killed him. So <laughs> any last thing you want to say about Christmas in general? Uh, we wish happiness... Uh, joy, peace. Peace, peace to the world. Did we listen to them now? To say to people to stop buying uh, useless stuff. Yeah, sorry, you, you missed a part in the, in the New Year's Eve carols that the, the, the wishes part, that the, the kids also wish to. Yes, there is a last paragraph you didn't mention. They say to this this house that we are here now, that it should not break, you know, if there is a stone that's... Not even a stone should break. Should move a little bit. And, mm-hmm. uh, so it's and like a wish, so your your house is strong. Yeah, and, uh, the, and the man and the and the man that uh, he lives in this house, he uh, uh, he will live one thousand years. So he, he, he wish also we wish long, him life. long long life. Yeah, this is also another thing. This is a good a good wish. song with good wishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in exactly. the end, it's even a, though the music or the melody is a bit repetitive. <laughs> Still yeah, but if you, I think if you understand the, the lyrics, you understand not that you can lyrics, understand the, the lyrics, what mm-hmm. they say, then you see that it's not so repetitive because it's every, you know, every every chorus, every line has other mm-hmm. meaning and more and more meaning. So, it's, so, the, so the song is finished. Yeah, it's finished. Yeah, it's finished. Yeah, it's finished with the wishes to the, for the house. Yeah, this okay. how it's finished. Now we can have some curabiedes mm-hmm. in front of the microphone. <laughs> and, and keep on talking <laughs> with, with our mouth, mouth full <laughs> like the, big, the biscuit monster yeah, yeah, yeah. now we have earned the curavieres so we're going to eat the curavieres uh, I'm going to eat only 20 while Betty's is going to eat only 50 <laughs> and with the word curavieres we can wrap up this second episode of the Greek Wave thank you Meropi and Betty for joining the show Thank you also for hosting us. Uh, Merry Christmas. Kala Christuyena. Kali Kronya. Thank you for inviting me, Happy babe. New Year. Happy New Year. I will pay you off now on Christmas time. <laughs> Thank you, you two, for joining us. Uh, we hope to have so many new guests in the in the future podcast, if there is a future one. And thank you, dear listeners, for listening to this podcast. You can find us online on iTunes. Subscribe to get notifications of new podcast episodes. Unlike our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Greek wave. Merry Christmas. We'll be surfing the wave soon. This is a production of Calvo Net Entertainment. 
Find out more at facebook.com/slash/the Greek Wave.